Good morning and welcome to Wake Up Your Relationship. I'm your host, Don, and I'm a licensed mental health counselor in the state of Massachusetts. And today is the final part of our three-part series for the beginning of dating. And it's actually going to be how you will transition from just random dating as far as maybe not being selective on on like, this is my person and we are now exclusive into exclusivity and how this can really change and something you should try your best to prevent if possible. So one of the main things that we typically see shift is we go from very selfish thinking, very focused on our schedule and our time and what we want to do. And in some ways, uh, also working on ourselves, being better, proving ourselves as the most ideal partner to mate with. And we really shift away from that a lot of the time as soon as we get into partnership. And all of a sudden it's about just the unit and some of this can come with some really bad habits. So yes, the beginning of dating can be more selfish and that can be a bad habit in its own right. But once you get into the partnership and you kind of give up your autonomy and you become just the unit that is problematic as well. And I would say some of the really, really basic ones is actually you do tend to give up a lot of the self-care. So people tend to gain weight, people tend to eat worse, people tend to be lazier, people tend to give up exercise, people tend to give up seeing friends, especially at the beginning, people tend to give up their hobbies. Maybe not exclusively in all of these things, but typically you will see an increase of all this stuff happening. So giving up this stuff, having negative habits, etc. And I would say for anyone who's still in the dating arena or maybe even at the beginning of a monogamous selective partnership is you should be planning against this. So it is normal for things to change. Completely understandable. Your time is not your time anymore. It's the collective time and you get to section off time that is yours. But every day, all the days, every hour, every minute is not yours anymore to do as you will. You have to kind of check in with everyone and figure out what you both are wanting to do with your day and then section off what's your time and what's their time. Beyond that, it is also really important that you don't give up your healthy habits it is really important that you both don't just become giant donut blobs on the couch, Netflix and chilling all day without maybe the chill part and just never see friends, never see family and wake up one day and you're like, ah, right, the difference is. So when you are preparing to go into the dating arena and you really do want to keep your routines, I think it's important that once again, going back to the genuine thing, you genuinely find a routine, a healthy routine that you can bring into the relationship. So find out what that is. Find out what makes sense. It's okay to tweak it a little bit, of course. You know, you guys will be sharing meals or meal time or schedules or shower time or whatever it is to kind of mold into one another's life. Makes sense completely. But start to come in already prepared with what is important to you to keep. If your exercise routine is really important to you because A, it's really good for your mental health, it's good for your attraction between one another, it keeps both of you in a really good place, it's kind of important for your health. 
you know, <laughs> mental health and physical health exercise is really good for that. So if that's something that's really important to you and you giving that up because you're now in a relationship could be really quite detrimental to both of you in the long run. An unhappy partner, an unhappy relationship, that can be quite a snowball effect later down the line. So I'm actually going to give some personal examples because I think it would just be easier. But um, I have a specific diet and my partner has a specific, <laughs> more generic version, but he's kind of a picky eater in his own way. And we actually had to be prepared um, to cohabitate ultimately and have two separate meals. We have found ways to do similar meals and then we just kind of create our own versions, like say it's pizza and I have completely different toppings than he does. We've made things work uh, along that line, but that was something that neither of us really gave up, our individual way of doing these kinds of things, as well as let's just say our workout routines. I never gave up my workout routine. We found ways in our life facilitate this style. He loves games, computer games, video games, whatever you want to call them. He really enjoys that. And we found ways that he's not giving up that autonomy. And it was really important that he continues to do that. So I would definitely say we have been guilty, especially of the change in diet uh, outside of our particular diets, more of like the sweets and sugary things. We definitely have been known for facilitating feeding each other dessert. <laughs> it's definitely been an, an attempt to like love each other through food, but that is also something I've noticed that I think even, you know, very stereotypically like parents or grandparents. Um, like to do with their kids is feed them and I think he and I both grew up in cultures that were very prone to that and so we definitely feel that as far as if something is going on can we get each other something and make each other feel better through food um, or entertainment of course but that's something that we had to really work on to sharpen back up and not lose touch of. So we do still make a lot of effort when it comes down to friends and family. So we are not quite social butterflies that need constant socializing, but we do make an effort every month to have set time with his family, my family, and friends. And that's really worked out well. And sometimes that's more and sometimes that's less because of birthdays and holidays. But other than that, on an average month, we've got it going on and we know what's happening. So. Through the beginning of the relationship to currently, we have been able to maintain our autonomy. We've been able to maintain, you know, our genuineness, as I said in the first episode, our boundaries, as I said in the second episode, and really not fall into some of the pitholes, which is loss of all the other external connections, not making new friends, not experimenting new things, not doing things on our own. I've had a number of moments where I've traveled on my own and we have alone time for quite a while before we reconnect again because I'm traveling and that really works out well for us and some people will feel a little bit differently about that but it's something to keep in mind is who are we and how can we kind of keep that going and not lose our healthy habits or maybe add new healthy habits if we never had healthy habits to begin with. Sometimes when I notice that I 
am getting a little bit too overwhelmed and I've tapped out of meditation or I've tapped out of quiet time or journaling or things like that, that's something nice to fall back on if I need it, especially if I'm feeling challenged by the, the relationship at the time. These are good fail-safes to fall back on, as well as external connections, of course. Your community will always be such a wealth of emotional support. So these are things to kind of be aware of. But if you are in a long-term relationship and you've already seen the signs of all these things have happened, it's never too late. It really, really is never too late. You can notice that these things are going on and you really want to spark that up again. It's just important that you never get lazy with your relationship. As I've said so many times before, relationships are going to change forever but it's really important that you stay in harmony with one another that you still have a little bit of push and pull of that kind of sexual charge that love that desire that passion that's really what helps keep you two going for decades in such a passionate drive is that alone time that quality time the not giving up yourself but at the same time having collaboration with someone so every couple is a little bit different about how they like portion that out but staying healthy so so important to making that possible it is not a bad thing to request opportunities to stay healthy if you are in the beginning of dating whether you're in the dating arena or you've just selected someone you should be planning the long term of this is this a behavior is this a mindset is are these skills that i can do that keep me and then therefore us healthy forever and in passionate love forever so this is another thing it's kind of like self-care but it's within the context of really you know showing up genuine setting these boundaries and then not letting certain things especially obvious simplistic things such as getting all chub chub and just laying on the couch all day between the two of you be the norm go on dates don't gain a ton of weight don't start eating a bunch of food don't start eat, drinking yourself silly like go out explore live life the way you did sort of before dating and now it's just with another person all right so not that hard can't possibly be that hard so i hope you learned something today and uh, this is the end of our three-part series about dating and i look forward to seeing you in the next episode have a wonderful week take care